Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to Growing Up Female with me, Connie Simmons. This is the podcast where we chat about what it's really like to grow up female behind the shiny social media profile. I'll be chatting to a whole host of young, inspirational women about race, beauty standards, periods, body shaming, sex, relationships, social media, everything it means to grow up as a female today. Welcome back to Growing Up Female Season 3 um, and welcome back, Simone. Thank you, I'm back already. <laughs> I know. God, I feel like on our last episode we had so much more to talk about know, and we didn't really. even, we didn't really touch on body image, did we? And it's such a big part of you and yeah. what you promote and what you're passionate about. Yeah, 100%. So I had to get you back on. Thank you, I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, and... I just want to say congratulations because Simone just got an amazing job. We can't say the brand or anything like that, but it's a modelling job. Yep, and it's for fitness brand, which I've never had in my whole entire life of modelling. So it's just a moment of just, I'm going to be... Because you just don't see my type of body like in the fitness world. And no. I so it's just... I feel like you're representing me as well because... Yeah. I love yeah, that. you're slimmer than me, but you're still like me, and we've got boobs, we've, we've got, got bum, boobs, and I've got, I've got, I've got belly. I, and I always say this, like with the body image and stuff, and body positivity. I always think I'm not a person on socials that grab my tummy, but I do, I do have a tummy. So sometimes, yeah, I sometimes think, Connie, am I not doing more because I'm not doing that? If that makes sense, like no, I, look, I am so with you on this. Sorry, I need to stop interrupting. No, no, but please, because I, I, because. Some people say, oh, Simone, like, talk about it more. And I was like, I think I do. And I think I show up in terms of what I'm about. So when people ask me to talk about it directly, I was like, well, how am I going to have this conversation? Because I'm not a content creator in a sense of I'm going to start grabbing my tummy so you guys feel like, hi, guys, I am just like mm-hmm. you. And this is not to take away people that do do it, but it's just I'm very much body confidence and it from the inside. So me doing a picture like that, I don't know. I don't know what, what do you think? I think I think I think that's a very um it's a very influ- influencery that's not even a word but way of doing things words. because it grabs attention right um yeah. and I think those that do that it's almost like an exaggerated way of saying we've all got this yeah but I don't think it's always necessary I think yeah. it's kind of been done now and I don't really um I'm not really drawn to that um yeah that vibe anymore like I used to think oh wow like I've never seen anyone actually go look I've got tummy rolls yeah. like look at me or look here's a really bad angle of um, my double chin like everyone has a double chin if they put their head like and if their you chin on their chest and put a- <laughs> 
Do you know what I mean? Like, I kind of feel a bit like you actually, you're actually not even doing a natural position. Right. And I always say, like, you know, like, you know, pretty girls tend to get told they do this a lot. But when they like, they're like, oh, Instagram reality. And then they've got their chin down. I was like, but you're, you're exaggerating that. Like, it's okay. Yeah. It's all good. I like what Megan, Megan Rose Lane recently just on holiday. Yeah. I know. I'm trying to get her on it. Um, But she, um, she's literally just done a picture of her in her bikini in one position and then a picture more pose. Yeah. And like, that's what I'm talking about. That's more natural. That's like, yeah, actually you you see mums in the swimming pool bending over to um, help their kid in the little paddling pool. And that's what they look like. Or, you know, if you're just like, you've got your bikini top strapped round your back and you've not got it like, so your boobs look good. So you just don't get a tan line. That was the vibe. And that's so real. And you see that on holiday. I'm all for for that. And what I've also realised when I do sometimes think, where do people do? I'm like, actually, there are people that think, oh my God you look like that all the time and I'm like actually no but I think in my insta stories you can just see Simone is just so look I think I think with you Simone I just think that like it's all just very natural and like I just don't think I don't think you need to um put yourself in bizarre positions or like you know um yeah. grab your bingo wings I just done a video <laughs> where I'm sh- I'm like kind of not love, really yeah, grabbing I it that. yeah 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 but it's not exaggerated it's just saying like you know there's part like I've lost muscle tone here I've got still got my kangaroo pouch yeah you know how do you feel about your body since lockdown because I realized that you know during lockdown so many people's body confidence has plummeted it's been insane it's been insane yeah I've had obviously I've been doing like body by Kira workouts and things like that and I had a lot of women like it's just so nice to see and like a woman like you that looks like me working out and I, I've never really put myself forward like that or realized that but I was just like it's just insane it's just insane how do you find it weird when people say that because I just feel like what do you mean a woman like me like can we not just um, all be women so I so I because obviously one I am I am a black woman so yeah. and I'm also the token girl in certain areas and I'm already boxed so sometimes I'm like I just want to be a woman and I've said that to you sometimes I'm just like oh can we just take away like um, but I, I get it. If people want to see me as that, it's all for it. But I also have to echo. So I am so much more. So sometimes I'm just like, I'm just a woman. Like, please. Yeah, I guess it's because for so many years, yes. we've just been faced with women that we can't relate to. Yeah. Like, yeah. Especially, obviously, women of colour. Yes. But even women like me who have seen the likes of Kate Moss and Kendall Jenner yes. everywhere. And they're, okay, they're white and I'm white. But they are like, I would never have a body like that, even if I starved myself to death. Like, yeah. you know, and I've just, and that's like been a massive reason for, for why women have such bad, um, unhealthy body like thoughts of their bodies and their yeah and uh, I always because... think like in terms of like with this body positivity because obviously it stems from like in America and it was essentially from like black women so when it comes to like curves and things like both of my family like I am mixed like my Irish family have the biggest hips and curves um and I always just I always think in terms of because there's just an idea of what type of woman is meant to be so now bums are in you remember when the, I remember the days I used to cover my bum and be like, you know, don't can't show my bum, and now it's like no you get the most tightest jeans on. So yeah, I love that. Um, but you know what? I think I think it, it's true. Like women's bodies are like 
there's fa- go through fashionable phases and that is yeah. so wrong so like funny. I remember when it was all about um having the biggest boobs so everyone got boob jobs yep yep now and like wrong. no hit and then it was um all about yeah now it's all about the pear shape isn't it it's about having lots of big boobs hourglass has always been seen as the sexy like yeah. Marilyn Monroe but it's like why are we why are we putting these bracket these categories I think it's men that are like oh yeah oh, yeah. I like bums. oh yeah I'm a boob man I'm a bum and like we're objects and I've never yeah. really thought deeply about it and you know so many men would, li- it would listen to this and roll their eyes but it's true you have made women put themselves in categories yeah because of how you see women because when we think about it it's just like well who gave you this idea why do you feel why do you feel like that? yeah I don't think it's I reckon then, I think it's porn or something where the mm. the director I know this is really going deep now and I'm really assuming but <laughs> I'm like has the direct these di- porn directors got a, a, a look that they've gone for like a Barbie kind of look yeah and and then men are watching them and going cool yeah I love that and then yeah. they're expecting that from their partners yeah because that's apparently where bald vaginas come from. Oh, yeah, I know. Maybe it's the same with bodies and body types and stuff like that. Who knows? It's, it's whatever sometimes the media push forward and then now and then it deems acceptable. And it just follows and on. So for me, it's like where people got obsessed. I, like, for instance, when people were doing the Kylie Minogue versus, was it Beyonce or J-Lo bums? Remember that? Oh, they were like, gosh, Do you yeah. like the Kylie bum? Or the, and I, I, I remember that was like a craze. So it's just... Yeah, for me, yeah. I've I've never my my body image, and I know people see me like, oh, I'm confident. It will always stem from like my trauma, which we kind of touched on a little bit. Yeah. Um, at the yeah. end of our last podcast that I did with you, in terms of okay, the things that I do, and when people see me as this model, I'm like, okay, but the reason why I got into modeling was because to help me through my trauma, and my mm. trauma that I experienced was like child sexual abuse. And that led me to obviously, I I grew up thinking I'm overly I'm over I'm not sexy, but I've been over sexualized as a child. So for me to cope with it, I covered myself up. So oh I wore baggy clothes. Even to even I actually I actually yeah. I actually feel really upset oh. hearing that. That's just awful. It's because you have a you have a you have a daughter. Daughter, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Um, no, don't apologise yeah. to me. God, I, I, I always feel I no, I always feel for mamas when I'm like, it's okay. Um, but um yeah, so so like I So when you were a child, yeah. did you feel like that? Or when did you did you look back and then it made you feel like that as a teenager or like when did you So when... So through my through my sexual tra- through the sexual trauma, I felt that way. Um and I had boobs from when I was about nine. Yeah, um, and then in my teens, obviously the, the the bum came, and then the boobies, and I wasn't ready. Like I still, so like I'm 31 now, but I have, I do have a baby face. So imagine that face, the body of a woman on like mm. my my teeny bubba face. Um, yeah. So I really struggled when guys would look at look at me when I used to be out and about. So the only way I felt comfortable was when baggy clothes now half of me was like yeah I'm a tomboy but half of me was like no actually this is for me to keep myself safe and I can't deal with the Uh. attention from people so then when it got to now being in my 20s and going out with the girls I so badly would buy that bodycon dress but could I wear it no because I was like I I also thought I don't know how to deal with the attention and if I'm gonna be triggered because if men I don't like like my triggers and 
were like yeah. if men came up to me and I'd feel uncomfortable um so then I fell into the model industry first through hair like with my hair and then I really and your beautiful to... face oh thank you then I just really wanted to push myself and I noticed when I was on camera I felt confident like you know how Beyonce has her good old mm. fashion face um so I, I just kept on pushing myself and I was like, this is, okay, this is how I'm going to overcome my trauma and step into my power. So I know it's like people must think, ah, oh. but it was literally that. It was just like the one part of me that I have control of. So it just yeah, felt, I was going to say back my power and my body and I'm reconnecting with it. And that's, and that's essentially yeah. how I did it. And, you know, for a very long time, I, the modeling, I was just very like, no, I didn't want to do lingerie. I didn't want to do certain things. I was like, this is how, and then obviously a model, you're a blank canvas. So then I was like, oh, right. I'm going to have to keep building my, my confidence to get to that point. Um, but I've never done anything that I don't feel comfortable with. I've always wanted to do it, but it's just, it was the steps to lead to that. Um, and then obviously my body, I'm like, I'm a 12, 14, but I'm also only five foot six. And the modern industry is a bit difficult with me because I am curvy, but I would be seen as petite. Um, so it's like, do I have to be completely, you know, slim and straight, which is not going to happen. But thankfully, it's... Were you, what, were you seen as petite because of your height? Yeah. So I think they, they put it in as petite because I'm essentially like short. No, I'm not not Like... It, Five foot eight would be a model. Okay, but I'm still cur- so I'm, I'm I'm curvy, but I'm cur- mm. <laughs> curvy petite. Do you know what? That is also confusing <laughs> to me because I'm five foot six and a size fourteen, and I would never say that I was petite. Ever. So it's so um it's been eye opening, and then obviously they see me as a bit of a midish. I'm kind of in between, but I ho- hopefully modeling will just be modeling, and we'll scrap the curvy. Yeah, this is what I mean. I, I feel like. It's, I think it's incredible that you have you have like worked so much towards um, overcoming your trauma by putting yourself in front of the camera and yeah. almost putting yourself in an uncomfortable situation so that yeah. you don't feel uncomfortable anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you're definitely totally in control. But then, is there not an element of you where you still feel like the modeling industry still still has a bit of control because yeah. like, they're still putting you in categories and yeah I think sometimes also you just like my dad's always say like don't be exploited um and then obviously mm. as a as a woman of color black woman we are over we've always been overly sexualized like you can see in the music videos and things like that and I had this discussion the other day where, where someone was like oh well you can say no and I was like I get it but I do, I do want to be here, but I don't like when I get casted for things where I'm already given that title when I'm so much yeah. more. So it's just managing it and taking the control back. So like I did. Yeah, and not being afraid to, yeah, to be to open be about it. It's like, actually, I do really want this part and I want to do it, but could I wear this or could I pose like this? Um, so it's, yeah, because obviously the director has their, 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 their vision. And then as a yeah. model, being a blank canvas, you should do what they say. But it's just like, actually, I want to do it this way. And that's why with influ- influencing, I'm my own person. Modelling, I understand I am a blank canvas, but I would never... It will show on camera if I'm uncomfortable, to be honest with you. Yeah, and I think as well, like, what's interesting is that you're showing that... Because I always just think of, like, America's Next Top Model, where it was like, oh, right, we're shaving your hair off, and that's it, and if you don't like it, you're leaving the show. Yeah. Um, and, but I 
and I feel like it gave modeling a really bad name and I feel like this conversation with you now goes to show that um you do have a choice and your career isn't over because you don't want to look I don't yeah. know, overly sexualized. Or overly camera. sexualized. Even my teeth, I have a gap. I was I remember years back they were like, You're not gonna be able to model because you have a gap in your teeth. Now every campaign oh. I've seen there's women with a gap in their teeth. So yeah. so with me, I've literally had everything, like from my hair to my teeth to the colour of my skin to my body. So now it's just like it's a great moment to be in because I am now being yeah. seen and I'm you know, the only thing I struggle still now, like I don't have a modern agency. Um, and people are like, I, I don't understand. And they literally say, oh, we already have girls that are similar to you. And I'm like, you have like four mixed race girls on your books. We are not the same. <laughs> we are not yeah. the same. But, um, so sometimes I think, that, oh, you're a mixed race. You're all the same. Is that yeah, what you think? Yeah, just, yeah. So I'll, it's just because they have so many Caucasian women, but then they only mm. will have a small amount of mixed race or black women. And then what does what that does to like my community of women is that it then makes us feel competitive between each other because if we see each okay. other at the same class we're like oh um we're not so, gonna get it so, they're only gonna pick one of yeah. us yeah just for because years back I guess when they used to do campaigns they would literally be like okay tick we've got that person tick we've got that person mm. yeah I so do still like, feel like it's a bit like that like there'll be a ginger a pale ginger oh yeah, a blonde or ginger. <laughs> You gotta have you gotta have Chinese or Vietnamese or Thai, yeah. like Asian. Then you gotta have mixed race or black. Yeah. Like there's like it's like it's almost like a spectrum. Yeah. And it's just and it's when you step into the room and you can just see it and you're just like, oh okay, I get it. I know. It's one of those. But but is that better than not trying at all? Yeah, so this is where my my thing is I'm not gonna knock people for not starting to make change because we have to start somewhere so I'm not going to turn around and be like I clearly can see what yeah. you're doing but with some brands where I've seen them I'm like guys just wait calm down all is okay like <laughs> you have to really yeah. start the process slowly and have these conversations and really know what you're doing and I would say to people if the product if if your product is not for me or my audience it's fine but it's it's okay like sell yeah sell too um but if it's certain brands where, no, this really does cater to everyone, like, you, you should have been knowing better. So um, I'm, I'm all for it because it has, yeah. to start, it, has, it has to start somewhere, but it, it should have started a, lot, a long time ago. I just think we could, the ratio doesn't have to be, you know, one black, one black, one black girl, one Asian girl, one ginger and stuff. But, no, um, I think it. I agree yeah. with that. I agree but, with that. Um, and just yeah, different different bodies, different shapes, people like with different disabilities. Um, yeah, but, this but, is what um, I was going to say. How do you yeah. how do you think it's going to affect? How do you think if how did it affect people's body image like before and like obviously before everyone thought that they had to be thin to be happy. Yeah. So so oh, so if I think like growing up in terms of like who I saw and when I used to look in the magazines, there was no one like me. And then the women, and then they would see like, oh, beach bodies. Like, just remember all the type of magazines we used to get that were like yeah. so trashy about things. Um, but I guess with social media, now I get to see the women that do represent me and look like me. Mm. So that's that's quite nice. Um, do you know what? I like that you've shown, you've you've talked about social media in a positive light because... Oh, you know, I do. They, yeah, <laughs> they do. They 
they, they do say that like 30 minutes of social media can make someone feel bad about their body but actually yeah. for for a woman like yourself who has never seen like um you can you've never been able to relate to women in magazines no. or billboards like no because of your cut your hair type your cut like yeah. your skin you now can go on Instagram and you can follow people that you can yeah. relate to I'm You're assuming right. you don't follow women that you can't relate to so I with me I'm I'm open to learn things so sometimes I don't want to see someone that looks like me because I'm not going to learn anything different so I'm a bit like I follow who I want and that's it but when it started with the hair the amount of message I would get from like mums and stuff like oh I've shown my daughter your Instagram today and I was like I never grew up with that so like my mum couldn't show me people like here look Mm. she looks like she looks like you Mm. I had like Diana Ross and Mel B (laughs) who were like my people that I looked at um so I think that's why when I respond to social media because I I think I do always talk about in a positive way because I'm like but I've created communities that have really helped me um in terms of representation and being seen and also talking about trauma it's also created a community for me for that and also to be seen and to be able to have these conversations so it's how you challenge 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 channel it I'm using the right word. Yeah, um, channel it. How you, yeah, and use the tool. But also, you just got to be mindful of what you're engaging in. So the, I think during lockdown, I could, I knew I was on social media a lot, so I just had, I unfollowed everyone, literally everyone. <laughs> and then I started again, and I was conscious of like who I'm following. Did you? Yeah, and it was really nice. And then I was like conscious of who I'm following. What do I want to see? Um, and just to have a just to have a balance but yeah for me for me social media has allowed me to see all different types of women and that we are out there so I'm very grateful Mm. for that planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's a really, really nice tip for listeners as well, like maybe to just unfollow and start again. Because and also to try and work on the fact that you should be able to follow other women that you think are absolutely unreal and not feel bad about yourself. Like what's that quote where it says, um, 
admiring someone else's beauty doesn't take away from your own mm, I love that it's getting yeah. it's getting to that point isn't it where yeah. you can scroll through social media and not feel shit about yourself because you're you admire what they look like and I guess that's about working on yourself and what does what makes you happy what makes you feel good in your body like it yeah. doesn't have to be exercise and eating well like that's just the bog standard it could be like you know like going dancing with friends or um you know enjoying the food that you really love because that can make you feel good like yeah or it, it can be um I don't know having a pamper session in the bath and you know shaving oh, your oh, legs and using your favorite yeah. body oils and scrubs, you know I love, like, babe, shaving my legs and fresh <laughs> fresh bed sheets <laughs> oh my god it's like oh my god shave your legs and getting fresh bed sheets and you just like it's just like like this is the life <laughs> Yeah, and you know what? that's life changing until Ricky gets in the bed with me. Like, oh, I ruined like, it. <laughs> <laughs> Stay on your side. Snuffy. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, your legs are nice and smooth. Get off me." <laughs> I did that other day because you just reminded me uh, um, for people to assume things about me, like an assumption. Yes, someone wrote. I wanted to bring this up. It? Yes. What they, what, someone was like you don't need to lose weight and you were like um does this girl look like she needs she's never wanted to lose weight you wish that you were skinnier but you're perfect by the way that someone was like (gasps) but but then connie i had to go i was like to my friends i was like when you go on my socials does it seem like i i want to be skinny like am i portraying myself to want to be skinny no i posted like the speedo video does this look like a girl who um wants to be skinny yeah that is the best video ever I love it I, I've never and I, I so never if anyone listening Simone was in an amazing speedo campaign oh, and you've got to look amazing. you've got to search for it it's so good <laughs> it was so good um but I've and then but then Connie I had to sit down and be like right so if she assumes that I I must want to be skinny I'm like what else what is everyone else thinking like I don't want to be portraying this what how's my content looking oh um, my god uh, I've never. We do have to put up with a lot of shit with people's opinions, don't we? Yeah, yeah. And also, I, I thought no, I thought people are going to assume like silly things, and stuff, but that that one got me because I had to be like, mm. oh, let me be. Because well, it's not what you're about, is it? And yeah. I, no, I don't think you. I just think that you're you, and I think you portray someone that um, uh, is proud of their individuality and yeah. um, her heritage and. Um, I don't know. I just look at someone that just has a cracking body and 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 celebrates it. So yeah, and that's honest. And at, and at all stages, and I always say to people like, with my body, I was like, my body's been through horrific trauma. Mm. So like, I I'm not going to be hard on myself with things. So like, even in terms of like my relationship with food, like I don't say I have an eating. I don't say I have an eating disorder. But if my triggers of my trauma is really bad, I like when I was working with my therapist she noticed uh, like the types of food if she asked me what have I been eating and I'd be like oh that's because I was feeling this way today so I do more it's called mm. intuitive eating where you think about mm. what does your body need right now so sometimes Connie I remember I had one a therapy session it was like intense and I went to the- 
I went food shopping <laughs> and I literally bought everything from my teen years. So when I went back to, to have my session, oh. I was like, I bought all the food that I used to. And she's like, that's so interesting. So now I'm not, I'm really not hard on myself when it comes to food. I like, if I have a day, I'm like, I'm going to have this day. Yes. I'm going to eat all these cookies that I've ordered that cost me 20 pounds for six cookies. <laughs> 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 and I, even though I have flour in my cupboard and sugar and I could have made them, but I'm going to do it. So, um, yeah, my, I, I think so that's so interesting because they say that they say that body image or unhealthy body image can lead to eating disorders. Like it's yeah. so linked with what we eat. Yeah. And like our relationship with food yeah. and obviously diets and fad dieting, because obviously if you, you feel like you need to look like someone else, you start trying all these different sorts of things and I'm definitely an emotional eater like I'm a comfort yeah. eater if I yeah. if it's a rainy day all I want is sausage and mash you know what I mean oh, that's the sort yeah. of person I am yeah but then it's not being hard on yourself so when you comfort yourself and you're doing that don't be like oh so okay so tomorrow I've got a because you're just gonna be going around and around in a cycle so it's like I okay I'm being kind to my body you needed this right now and then go again tomorrow yeah. And that's what and that's what I say. It's like an affirmation to myself. I'm like, okay, at this moment in time, this is my comfort, and this is and this is helping me get through what I need to get through. And I, it, um, Grace Victory, my friend, when we went on holiday last year, she noticed my eating habits. She's like, Sim, no, I love you, but your your eating habits. I was like, I know, I know. <laughs> so I started reading. The what book does she mean by that? Um, she just saw that like. I would be really hungry after, but she was like, we just had, we were just at, a, um, at dinner and you didn't get enough, but then I would go to the room and have all these snacks. Oh, <laughs> like, okay. So you might like, as well just go for it at the dinner. Yeah, at, at your dinner, because then you're hungry later and snacking. Um, so it was just really cute. Um, and it's nice yeah. to have those conversations with someone who, who can see yeah. it, how they do it. So um, she recommended a book called Healthy, Health, Healthy at Every Size, a really good book um mm. and it just kind of throws throws out all the things that people say about weight and things like that and just I like, think people really need to hear this especially after lockdown because food was like my savior during lockdown like yeah. cooking lovely meals and trying new recipes trying new recipes like, if, yep <laughs> if, if you could get to the supermarket or get an online shopping slot I just went for it I've never spent so much money I think one food shop me and my mum spent 300 pound oh my god like me and my mum would do the food shopping together and we would be like, what, 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 what are we doing? I know. <laughs> and baking. I, I got into baking. I made, I, know. I remember one day I was craving like Irish, like my mum's Irish traditional food, then Caribbean food. It was like a feast. I was just mm-hmm. literally going through everything I could think of. I think and our then, bodies needed that. Like I felt so like I, I was, have we been taking food for granted here because we were told we couldn't, it's going to be hard to get it. So all of a sudden I was like appreciating it and loving it and showing it so much love and attention yeah. and just enjoying it. Like, I feel like, yeah, I think there's a lot of people because I, I posted yesterday about how have you felt since lockdown and people said I've put on nine pounds, I've put on half a stone, like I've put on two stone. But we've been dealing with like so much, like we've been in a pandemic, there's been so much happening. So I've told everyone like, don't be hard on yourself. Like we are at home, we've been on lockdown. Um, People are are, like losing their jobs. People have children. Mm. 
um so you have to so I'm all about be feeding that inner child so in a sense when I saw everyone doing all these things on socials I was like oh everyone's inner child is coming out but obviously because I know about healing and healing my inner child and my comforts so when I saw everyone like totally getting into it I was like it's fine like go into your inner child that's why on my Instagram where everyone's been seeing me dancing so much I was like yeah guys I'm trying to cope in a pandemic (laughs) (laughs) when you say your inner child elaborate on this so basically my my fr- my inner child comes out when either I'm feeling like scared or in danger um so I try to comfort it so sometimes if like so for instance in my therapy sessions she would tap into a stage of my life of my trauma but she would literally see my inner child coming out and I would have to do like role play skills and she'd be like okay tell and it used to be so heartbreaking to do um so it'd be adult Simone versus mini Simone and I would have to Mm. kind of do exercises where I'll talk to her and be like what is it you need right now Mm. um so sometimes so that and I think where people like Simone you haven't changed I still think I'm always going to have that part of her in me um Mm -hmm. because it's my protector and it's what pushes me and gets me through so I always say to people like don't ever think when people like bring that inner child out remember the things you used to enjoy doing the other day mm. I was started drawing and when I showed my mum she was like did you do that I was like yeah I was like mum did you know I could draw she's like no <laughs> so I was learning all these like skills and remembering the stuff yeah. that I love as like within my child so when I talk about inner child um we all have it it's all it's all in there and sometimes it's through trauma or neglect or things that we've been through um and sometimes yeah. we need to comfort, uh, we, sometimes we need to comfort that um, and not be ashamed yeah. of that. Um, yeah. You know, because as adults, that, we're like, oh, I'm an adult. Da, da, da. But it's like, also, things will come up from my childhood. And I'm not talking like really hardcore sure. trauma. It's just little things. And sometimes you need to, mm. you need to comfort that. Mm. Mm, for sure. Like, they say um, one in three teenagers are ashamed of their body. Like, could your teenage lives be considered your inner child? Like, childhood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, inner child is, like, sometimes sometimes it's, like, a, a, a certain age. So, like, through my trauma, some I think sometimes it's probably about, I'm probably about eight or nine sometimes. <laughs> and then it's usually my teens because that's when my trauma happens. So, from my, yeah. mine is, like, from about eight years old to about 14. Um, if I'm, if I'm moving. Okay, because, like, I feel like. Yeah. I feel like um, my uni years, like other things that like creep back okay. up on me, and, like the bad yeah. habits that I picked up then, can kind of things can trigger that for me. Yeah, mine's more I to do with like eating disorders and stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, and I think I like comparing what... myself. Comments made by boys in your year at school, and um, oh. you know, you like all those school, little. I went to a mixed school yeah and I was like you like I was so developed I went I went into year seven and I was a 34c yeah like and boys two years older than me were attracted to me not boys my year boys my year thought I was fat boys two years older than me thought I was hot or sexy or whatever because I had boobs and hips and I didn't know what the fuck I was I didn't know whether I was coming or going and then girls older than me didn't like me because I they saw me as a threat to the stealing the boys in their year 
And then the girls my year thought I was intimidating because I looked older and more developed and I just didn't know really where I stood. And I think that still affects me now because I don't ever want to come across intimidating. And I don't like I don't like feeling sexy or looking sexy. I feel uncomfortable. Oh, we're going to have to, I'm going to have to like arrange a little private dance class for us and have a little dance. Oh my God, that is my worst. Do you know, I'm so scared to dance. I'm so, that is, I'm so, I'm so conscious. I used to do Irish dancing. I can do that. (laughs) I can't. Oh, Irish dance. When I see you dance, like how you do, I'm like, why, why did I not have the confidence to do that? Like that is actually one of my scariest thoughts. I literally just pitched so I because my brother he laughs and he's like so you're basically getting paid now to do what you used to do in your bedroom for years because he used to walk in my room <laughs> he used to be like why when are you going to grow out of this he's like when are you going to stop and I was like but, Never. I just, but there's a book like called um if anyone wants to read it it's called uh the body keeps the score the body no wait the body keeps okay. the score I think the body keeps the score all about trauma our bodies and it talks about loads of different stories but I use dancing as a way to like release my tra- like release my trauma. So sometimes I will choose like the most dramatic, like Celine Dion kind of song to like get all my emotions. <laughs> I really do. I, like, well, and, have- and like and just freestyle to it. I freestyle on it. Get a really good ballad on and just let all the emotions out. Oh, that is so funny. I'd love then, to be a fly on the wall. And then some. <laughs> and then sometimes I listen to like I love Britney Spears and I'll listen to her like I did it the other day and I was done I did the oops um oops I did it again again. how can you remember that and I was like yeah my memory from my teen years is just like any dance you're just going back to that inner child aren't you the child I was like that's all I'm doing I know every dance routine but you think you kind of with everything kind of happened in your teens and stuff do you think you not you you've quieted yourself down a bit because of what people said around that period of time because you don't want to be seen like you want to be seen because with our platforms we can control being seen um but being out in spaces sometimes we might still kind of be because some people will say to me oh Simone you're quiet but I was like no actually I'm just more I'm weary of like my surroundings and like who I'm around and stuff so for instance when we met at that event like I, I, I was drawn to you and your energy and where at that event I felt quite a bit not intimidated but I felt like oh, I really need someone and you were that person and I think I remember when we were sitting down you asked me if I was okay we were like on the beanbags and I don't know what I did I think I must have been probably dissociating or out not in the zone but you were like are you okay and I was like oh she's so sweet <laughs> oh thanks yeah yeah no we did connect didn't we maybe maybe yeah. we've got like Maybe there's a similarity there. Obviously, our yeah. experiences in life are different, but there's the similarity there of not wanting to appear sexy or not. I don't know. Though all those fights, you don't know whether that 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 just makes you connect with someone. Well, I know you can't. Yeah. I didn't know any of that about you because that was the first time I had ever met you, and I hadn't followed you on Instagram um, at that point. But with what you were wearing, I was like, "Yeah, she's my." I can't girl. even remember what. You were just oh, like it was quite just, chilled vibes, wasn't I? Yeah, chilled. But it was sli- and then I was supposed to be chilled. I was like, oh, you've got the right idea. I remember I said that to you. No, and I loved what you were wearing because you looked, you looked, you had this stunning dress on. So yeah, we just yeah. connected in that, and we were like just admiring each other in that sense. Whereas I know yeah. that um, at that same event, other people didn't make you feel as comfortable. And um, so yeah. yeah, I'm glad that I I made you feel that way because. Um, 
which is good because I am con- I don't really want to make anyone feel uncomfortable but that's because you're because you've been through that so I think when you've been through that why yeah, would we wanna make, uh, why would we make other people want to feel that way um yeah that I, is so I true. That, yeah I think that's why so we're mindful and that's why you know it, it's another reason why I started Instagram as well like I hate the thought of a woman feeling alone or feeling not good enough or not feeling enough not feeling beautiful enough that breaks my heart like whoever you are um like for me because I know I know how that feels and it's just like just a horrible place to be you feel very alone so that's what that's why I love doing my Instagram to be honest I just yeah I love that when women message me saying oh I can relate to you so much or like I feel like you're like a friend and that that's what I want and that does all stem from body image of me yeah yeah my sister-in-law's um sister saw that like I had the first podcast she's like oh I love Connie <laughs> she's really oh. nice oh my god let's not make this about me oh my god I'm oh no it's going all shy <laughs> that's but so yeah. nice no yeah the but it's, yeah I really like that I love how our stories are so different but like what we're trying to achieve in making women feel good about themselves um yeah because women have been made to feel shit for so long and um um I think it's yeah it's time to change and I, I mean with what you do with your um business um with yeah. the helping the teenage girls I mean the body That's image issues must come up a lot yeah yeah definitely and then just you just I think with like teens they're just trying to find themselves and it and like mm. obviously going through puberty and stuff and I always and that's why I created these safe spaces because I was like what would I need no one spoke about body confidence or like mm. you know our bodies changing or how to cope with things and dealing with things I didn't have that in school like you're not mm. given those tools, and I know people can say, "Oh well, you know, your parents at home and everything like that." But sometimes you just need nice. a, a, a little, you know, like a little bit more. So with the working with the teens, we're definitely like the big sisters, and we're just there to have the yeah. raw and honest conversations with them. Um, and it's nice; it is really nice. But that is so teen, needed. Oh, so needed. Like I sit when I when I sit in the workshop sometimes when other people are leading them, I'm just like. I'm like my teen self, just involved in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you need to hear um, it again. You need that refresher though, don't you? Yeah. You need that reminder. I started yeah. my period when I was 10. So when Did I went you? into high school, I already had a period for two years. Yeah. I started, And like my friends were 14. Yeah. I started 12. I was wearing a white Adidas tracksuit coming from play event. Oh, <laughs> I was coming from my event, uh, play adventure like youth club on the bus and I walked in the house and I went to the toilet and I screamed for my mum. She's like, what, what? I was like, what is this? <laughs> Has she got an Irish accent? Yeah, totally. Oh, I love that. I love, I love Irish more. accent. Yeah, she doesn't, she's, she's conscious of her accent more so because she's lived here for so oh. long. So she's like, oh, do I still have it? And I was like, I love it. So, um, yeah, if, if anyone's wondering, I'm not taking my mum's Irish. <laughs> I love that. I I um I was in my um summer dress, my school summer dress. Oh. You know those like gingham coloured ones. The some yeah, ours was yellow and white. And I came yeah. home and I sat on my mum and dad's cream sofa, and then got up and my mum was like, "Bradley, can you go upstairs and take your uniform off, please?" And M- M- Bradley was like, "Why doesn't Connie have to?" Mum was like, "Get upstairs and take your uniform off. I need to speak to yeah. Connie, all right." And I was like, "What's going on?" And then my mum just like really changed her tone completely and was like, 
okay yeah. I didn't think I had to have this conversation with you this soon but it's okay we're going to take the day off tomorrow we're going to go and get you some new bras and knickers and we're going to I'm going to show you sanitary towels because we hadn't even had sex education yeah I yeah. don't think it was yeah if you were about it was 10, like I a little bit in year six yeah a little bit in year six I was just leaving um when they started yeah so I think I came with my period at the start of year six or in year five. It's yeah, so I know. funny how so, we all have the stories of like, I was wearing white, I was wearing a summer dress mm. or like cream. It's always like white and you're just like... I know. <laughs> you remember it, don't you? I was wearing I guess white. I've just always felt overdeveloped. Yeah. That's always yeah. made me feel conscious, I think. But that's why I think where everyone always felt seen, like... Yeah, and where we've both felt sexy looking at such a young age mm. you've tried to be like oh, no play it down it's just like yeah no, I've never thought about this power. I've never thought about that yeah and yeah my, and this is amazing like, and also just to say like my sexiness I used to think it's a uh, like I remember therapy I was like oh I really want to be able to wear a bodycon dress because that's what I thought me owning my sexiness listen I love wearing tracksuits and a hoodie like and I still feel sexy so to any woman that's mm. listening that feels like you know to be sexy I sh- I'm meant to wear this or I should look wear that but it's not it's a feeling um and sometimes I'll like mm. I do treat like lingerie for instance when I go mm. buy lingerie I buy it for myself and my friends I haven't got a partner my friends are like why are you buying lingerie for that's like for me because I like mm. wearing it and how it makes me feel um so yeah. it's all those women stepping into our sexiness for us and that's mm. where the power is it's like but it's not because we've been taught it's for men it's for men it's for men and obviously through my trauma mm. that's all I've, I've thought about where now I'm just like oh no I'm stepping into my power and I'm owning it and this is for me no one else but me that's amazing I think I, I think I have I think I have to end it on that because I don't know I don't know if we can be there. That was like a proper speech, and it's so true. Like I don't show oh. cleavage or anything because I'm scared it will look too sexy. But wait, um, just someone messaged me thinking I had a boob job, boob job because they're like, "Simone, where's your breast cum?" I was like, "Guys, no, I you always see me wearing hoodies." Fair enough. I now do campaigns and shoots for like a lingerie brand, so mm-hmm. that's. But yeah, they thought I had a boob job. I was like, no, I just. On an average day, I'm in a loose t-shirt and I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. <laughs> Sometimes oh, wow. I feel my best in like a new pair of pajamas. Yeah, you it's know? just a, it's genuinely a feeling. It's it's honestly a feeling, and yeah, and, and, and I have to and remember that. Stuff, yeah, it's a feeling. So if you don't, and that's got nothing to do with that society telling you, oh, if you wear that, you're sexy. I love wearing my baggy t-shirt, hair up in a bun. Cute. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I agree with you. <laughs> oh, oh, I love Simone, I can't, wait, I can't wait until we meet up and eat food at a restaurant in our tracksuits and baggy t-shirts. Yeah, we're doing it. We're doing it. <laughs> baggy t-shirts, um, hair up in a bun. Let's do it. <laughs> I feel like you can be my therapist now. Oh, <laughs> Anytime. Um, so- anytime. Thank you, babe. As you know, like at the end of each episode, we um, I ask you a question what would you tell your younger self? So space it around body image. What advice would you give younger Simone? Your body is beautiful. It's powerful and it's yours. Come back to it. Mm. Um, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it's beautiful. 
it's power it's powerful and it's yours and come back and come back to it whether in doubt just just come back to it because yeah i've definitely over the years been disconnected from my body so i just yeah, always have it is yours it, it is mine yeah yeah it is yeah. that's amazing thank you so much Simone. oh thank you i really appreciate thank you for sharing like such a personal journey no, with us all love. it's all love so thank you Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe and maybe even share with a friend if you think they could benefit from listening to Growing Up Female. I'll be back next Wednesday with another amazing female. See you then. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.